What's going on, good people? Having a beautiful time, man. Serendipity Podcast, Season 2, Episode 26. Want to talk to him about what we're going to discuss today? Oh, yes. Please join us for a riveting conversation about kindness, courage, and vulnerability. Yes, Lord. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Serendipity with Inky Johnson across all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Be sure to share, like, comment, and subscribe. We greatly appreciate your support. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Peace. What's going on, guys? Hope all is well. Welcome to Serendipity Podcast Season 2, Episode 26. I'm Ink. I'm Oak. How you feeling, Wazo? Oak for noose? Oh, man, I'm well. I'm well. How you doing, brother? I'm all good, man. Ain't no pressure. Taking life as it comes, man. Taking it as it comes. Oh, man. I, I guess we, uh, we really can't go forward, man, without... For me, I woke up to the news this mm-hmm. morning. Um, about all the the, the it's ten ten thousand. What 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 is the news, sir? We over ten now, nah, man. Got ten thousand supporters. We oh, over ten thousand. Okay, okay, okay. So ten thousand plus. Think we got a little something to say. Well, little something. Gratitude, man. No doubt. Gratitude. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Most definitely. All of the people who are tuning in, who tune in, and who follow, like, share. No question. It's probably it's really two thousand, and then I mean ten thousand. Yeah, plus one because I don't think I've I've liked the show yet. So yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's, here, cool. it's cool. It's cool. You know what I'm saying, man. All props to you, though. I wanted to uh, just take a moment to thank uh, uh, you and the engineers and the producer for uh, just really putting on a, a being on this platform, man, and and giving the people something that they can uh, to take with them every day. Uh, and, and put in their hearts and, and utilize. So that's that's real. No doubt. You yeah. know, and I appreciate you taking me along for this this ride. I'm sit over here and ride with you, bitch. It's only right, man. I appreciate yeah. you. I'm gonna kick us off, man, with one from um D Sugar Boo. Quote card, it reads, practice random acts of kindness. Practice random acts of kindness. Talk to me. Oh man. Um it's really just being intentional about gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Those people who, when when you're successful, uh, you can go one or two ways. You know, we say it, it can go to your head and mm-hmm. you can become uh, arrogant and, and this, that, and the third and thinking uh, that everything is about you. You can, come, you can become self-referential mm-hmm. um, and, and whatnot to make sure that you keep a balance in your life and make sure that you continue to contribute to the ecosystem of of life and and of the spirit. Be kind. Absolutely. Do kind things, right? And being intentional about doing kind things. And and what happens is just as, you know, the sun sets and rises and the the earth revolves and rotates, um, then it will come back to you. So do random acts of kindness. Like the randomness is important. Absolutely. Like whenever it hits you, it's hitting you for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's hitting you to do something nice for someone and you have the opportunity, not staged, not for any type of uh, fanfare, Mm -hmm. but because um, the universe has has put it on your spirit. That's when it comes back to you tenfold. Absolutely. And your cup, you know, runs over. Then people can can eat from and, and drink from your overflow. 
And that's sure. the way we keep the ecosystem going. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. Because um, if not, if I just keep it to myself and I do it just for when I'm, you know, told to do it, it being being kind mm-hmm. or doing at random acts of kindness, then it becomes stale. Mm-hmm. It becomes contrived. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't really feed the people in terms of health. It's the difference between, you know, eating uh, some fruit or eating hot Cheetos. Mm. Hot Cheetos be like them young folks said, hot Cheetos be busting. They busting, right? <laughs> Tearing your stomach up, though. That's when you do kindness out of yeah. uh, because you've been told to do it. You got to show up here and let's mm-hmm. let's give out the food to whomever, this, that, and the other. It's cool. It looks good. It feels good. Absolutely. Right? But it doesn't ultimately feed your spirit. Absolutely. It doesn't feed your soul. Mm. It doesn't even really feed your body. Yeah, it man. just feels good. Feels good. It feels good to do kind things. Mm-hmm. I know people, I had a conversation with a sister this morning. She was talking about, uh, you know, in her workplace, about how the person that she works with, they'll do kind things, mm-hmm. but they're doing it for their own selfish act. Not because they being a good person. Mm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? That's what the hot Cheetos is. Yeah. You doing it because it makes you look good, mm-hmm. because it feels good. Yeah. But people are not really eating from it. Yeah. People are not really benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. But when you when you do kind things in a in a rad, in a ran, random sense, right? Yeah. Then you're doing them. Uh, it feeds everybody else. Hmm. Then ultimately it feeds you. Gotcha. Like the leader is the last to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a book about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Leadership. So it's like, so, no, nah, man, go ahead. You it's got like, it. it's like when I hear it, like practice random acts of kindness, I think organic, like that's the word that comes mm-hmm. to mind, like organic interaction, organic dialogue, and you just being organic in whatever it is that you're doing. Like, I always question uh, when I see a video circulating of somebody doing something. not saying that they shouldn't do it, but I always question the motive when I see videos involved, right, mm-hmm. recording involved, almost as if somebody doing something. I ain't here to judge. You do what you do. But when somebody's doing something almost with a video, like, look at what I'm doing, right? Are you really doing it just to be yeah. doing it, like, as a random act of kindness or you doing it to feed your ego to say, look at me and look at what mm-hmm. I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. Is it really random or is it something that you want to pat on the back and you want validation and look as if you're some yeah. solid, genuine person? Now, I'm not perfect, so I can't state if you're a solid or a good person. I'm just speaking of in terms of the motive, right? But it makes me think about the story that I often speak about, Oak, about the little kid and the father, little Johnny, that got the job at the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? And he's working at the grocery store, bagging groceries, Come home one day to his father, say, Dad, I want to do something to make a difference, an impact. Dad, like, man, just keep bagging the groceries. Tell him have a good day. And my man, like, no, nah, I want to do something to make a deeper impact. He said, what do you have in mind? He said, I want to put note cards in the bags. Can you help me make copies? Dad was like, sure, I got your back. Son starts doing it. Two weeks in, manager comes up, goes upstairs to the team members. Hey, man, why is everybody in this kid's line? Get on the intercom. <laughs> tell him we got five, six, and seven open. They get on the intercom. They tell them nobody moved. He said, go down to the floor and tell them. They went down to the floor. Hey, why is everybody in this kid's line? We got seven, six, and five open. Nobody moved. Right? They said, we know. We know they open. We want to stay in this line. We want to get that note card 
He put in the bag, make the biggest difference, right? Said people started coming in the store, Oak, didn't need groceries, come in, get a gallon of milk, loaf of bread, carton of eggs, and be in line on the phone telling their friends, like, man, you got to come in this store. This kid got these note cards. It makes the biggest difference, right? And the thing that blew my mind about the whole ordeal was here you had a kid that drove business to an institution, and it wasn't based upon a business strategy. Mm-hmm. The only thing he said was, I just want to bloom where I'm planning. I just want to do right with what I've been blessed with, what I've been commissioned to do. If I'm bagging groceries, I just want to be great at bagging groceries, right? If I'm doing a job, I just want to do it in a certain way to make people feel good. The quote says it, Maya Angelou. People may forget what we say. People may forget what we do, but people will never forget the way we make them feel. People always talk about what they know. Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care, right? And so when we talk random act of kindness, what are you doing with what you've been blessed with? Right. The quote by King says it. Life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing to help other people? Now, you got to make sure yourself is straight first. But when we talk random acts of kindness, is the random really random? Right. Mm. That's the question I got for it. Is the random really random? And and the the notion of what I'm hearing, like even in the story with the young Thundercat. Right. Yes, sir. It's impact. Mm hmm. Right. It was impactful to the hearts of the people who were getting in line, those cards, right? So are are you making an impact on people? Are you making an impact on society? Are you making an impact on your circle? Yes, sir. With what you're doing. But the reason he made the impact is what I want to know. Why was it impactful? Yeah. Right? It was impactful because it was random. Random meaning organic. Whatever word we want to use, it wasn't contrived. Mm. Yes, it sir. came from his heart. This is what I will be doing. I'm not getting paid to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to bag the groceries. I'm not getting paid to put the cars in here. Yes, sir. But once we really understand payment, right? Yes, sir. I'm getting more payment from these cards and seeing the smile on your face mm-hmm. than the check that I get at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. When you so. get to that point, when somebody's heart being glad, when somebody's heart is full of joy, when you get to that point where that is worth more than the check that you that you get at the end of the week, mm-hmm. and you you now now you walking in wealth, yeah, right. Yeah. Now you walking in wealth. Yes, when so. somebody else's uh, peace and fulfillment, I tell you, like two days ago, man, two days ago, one of my uh, not mine. I hate using that pro- possessive pronoun. I don't even know my my, but uh, 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 a teacher that used to work with me, right? Mm-hmm. I was uh, her administrator so she went up north you know did whatever came back she just came back on whim didn't have a job looking for a job to come back and uh she went and did an interview at a school that you might know of we're gonna leave it nameless Mm -hmm. um but anyway she know she had her interview and then she came to the school just to visit because that's where she used to work yeah and we got to talking she came just looking for some insight and she had a interview at another school the next day and I told her some things uh, just just in terms of how to do the interview and how to go in and just be your, you know, authentic, authentic self. Yes, sir. Did that. So I got a text yesterday evening, and she was like, oh, wow, it went great. Mm. I feel so good about it. Yeah. She didn't get the job. Mm. Or we don't know she got the good job yet. Like, she, she wasn't offered a job on the spot. Right. So, but the thing was, she was so excited that she did and felt so good about herself mm. after the interview. That's good. 
That made that was my paycheck. That's good. That was my paycheck. That's good. Had another partner who, who he it ultimately got the job, but two months ago, he came down. Um, we met down at my uncle's house, right? Mm-hmm. And went through just a mock interview, put him through the ringer, whatever, whatever, and I and, and was telling him again, be your authentic self when you go in front of these people. You're not asking them for a job. Yeah. You just telling them what they'll be missing out if they don't hire you. Mm, that's good. That's right? Good. You ain't going looking for nobody yeah, job. You ain't begging job. for nothing. You telling them what they'll be missing out on if they don't If hire they you. don't hire you because good. you the one. I'm picking that up. The universe got you here because you the one. I'm picking that right? up. Yeah. And then after the fact, it was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm riding. I had an event. I'm riding on this country road because I'm down in the country. And the excitement that my man had, bruh. Almost brought me to tears. Black yeah. men and excitement don't go together man, day and day. Talk about it. Time and time. Talk that don't go it. together. That talk level of joy it. and vulnerability don't go together. Talk Black men and joy. And the joy that he had, yeah. I could have wrecked my truck. Yeah. <laughs> That's how excited I was. Man, I wrecked that truck. Man. I know. I would be in a bad state of affairs. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something. Look, my daddy got in the wreck, right? One day, I, I'm going to let you get back to the No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. He get in the wreck. He called me. To my, I called my wife. She act like I meant to get in the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know that. I know that. Thing. I, got, I know I that. Got. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that was just the, the, the level of joy I had yeah. listening to his joy. No doubt. That's real, man. That's the paycheck, man. That's beautiful, man. That's the paycheck. That's a word, man. That's a word, man. I always tell people, man, like, learn to be happy for people, man. Yes. Like, when you can be happy for somebody else getting blessed, like, I, I heard this somewhere. It was like, man, if God bless somebody, rejoice, man. I mean, he in your neighborhood. Right. He down like, the if he street. bless your partner, he down the street. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Even if it don't come on that day, learn to be happy for people. Like, I tell my son this all the time. Like, I firmly believe in youth sports, most kids want to be great teammates. Mm-hmm. Like, I firmly believe this in my heart of hearts, that most young people, kids, and just dudes in general, I believe they want to be great teammates, right? But I think it gets altered from the environments they go in and them not getting what they want and being around certain people and how they speak about certain kids or environments. I yes. tell them all the time, one of our non-negotiables, man, if your teammate do something great, I want you to be the loudest person screaming and rejoicing for what they did, yes, right? Sir. If they accomplished something great, bro, props, respect, you be happy for them, right? Because if you can learn the principle of being happy for another person, mm-hmm. right, when you get blessed, when things go your way, when the ball bounce your way, people going to remember that, right? That's a good person, got a good heart. If you're only happy when you get what you want, like, that ain't even true happiness, Right? It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It, it's gonna be it's like empty calories. Yeah, man. It empty just tastes calories. good. <laughs> it's them hot Cheeto, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, not them hot Cheeto, them hot fries. Them hot flaming fries. hot fries, man. Flame I got man. I eat them hot flaming hot fries and it just begged me to just get another one. Yeah, yeah. And another one. <laughs> so I understand. I understand yeah. why the young folks like them. They just they just 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 draw you in. Yeah. And that's how like uh being I would call it, I guess, being selfish is mm-hmm. when you when things happen for you and you feeling good about things that happen for you and you're not really 
as excited for other people. Like, yeah. man, why that didn't happen to me type yeah. deal. That's that's them them hot Cheetos, them hot fries, mm-hmm. right? Them flaming hots. Gotta be happy for others. You man. got to. You got to because that is what ultimately it sustains you. Yeah. It's lasting. Like over the past two months, my man Rob getting that opportunity is great. But yeah. what I'm saying is that moment when we talk, that conversation has stayed with me and and, and fueled me mm-hmm. like no other. Like this brother being genuinely excited because the thing is, the week before he had an interview mm-hmm. and he didn't feel good about it, right? Yeah. So, okay, cool. He didn't feel good about it and, and whatnot. So we went through the ringer. We, I, I put him through the test for a week. And like it was like a week and a half later. And just ex- it, it's almost like the reason I teach mm-hmm. when the young young Thundercat, the young lion is getting, they like, oh wow, and that light go off. Teachers will tell you when you're in the classroom and that light go off, that light bulb go off for a student, yeah. that's the it. That's the paycheck. That's why you do it. Yeah. So whatever you're doing in life, look for the it. Mm. Look for the that's it. Look for the light bulb. When the light bulb goes off, when you have your serendipity moment, when you have your oh hell moment, when you have your oh shit moment, that's it. This is why I'm doing it. That's it. Right? That's your paycheck. That's, that's why it. you're doing it. If you don't, if you're not in it for that, then that paycheck, because guess what? Bill's coming. Better believe it. You go as soon as you get that paycheck and whatever is on it, you're gonna have to disperse it out. Yes, sir. I'm never gonna disperse out that feeling that I got when I'm talking to my man. Mm. Never. I don't have to pay nobody for that shit. Mm. That's good. That's good, man. So check, Oak. Let's get into it, man. Look. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Did? What you thought? What was your perspective? Like, break it down. What what came to mind when you saw it? Don't play now. Don't play. We got a grown man slapping another grown man about something that was said, right? You deal with conflict, conflict resolution on a daily basis with much younger yeah. people and sometimes, you know, probably staff. Yeah. 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 So what was your thought? Like, what what popped into your mind when that happened? Uh, The, the first thing I thought was it was staged. Yeah. That yeah. was fake. Um, and I, this is it for me, Inc. I, I, I've... I've I have only watched it one time. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would say to anyone that's listening, uh, go back and reflect. How many times have you seen it? That might tell you a little something about where you are. Mm-hmm. How many times have you uh, looked at it, dissected it, uh, entertained it? So let, let's fast forward. I don't I don't want to circumvent your question or, yeah. or or what you're asking. It's similar to you driving down 285 South mm-hmm. in a car wreck on 285 North. Yeah. Do you stop your car? Do you look over what you're doing over there? Yeah. And that's what I posted one of the days this week of don't get distracted. Mm-hmm. Okay, it happened. Right. That's my one of my thoughts. Like, all right, it happened. And the only reason that I even knew about it, because I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio. I want to know what's going on in the sports world. If it that's that's number one for me. Mm-hmm. Right? In terms of entertainment, anything outside of my my circle. Right. So these cats talking about it. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell don't happen last night? 
right. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? It went down. So, right. So, okay, it's cultural. It's almost like a cultural phenomenon right. that happened. So my thought is I've taken it to the education realm. As a teacher, as an educator, as a parent, or anyone, if you're trying to convey something to someone else, mm-hmm. you have to create a phenomenon to where everybody can get in on it. Elaborate on it. Everybody got an opinion about what happened Sunday night. Yeah. So that means everyone, we can all have a discussion, everyone in this room, Mm -hmm. everyone that's watching, you have seen it or heard about it. Right. So we can have a discussion. We can have a discussion that elicit uh, emotions. Me and my cousin, she done had a conversation right before we started taping. I walked out the room (laughs) because I was ready to cuss. She gets on my damn nerves. But, right? Cool. No pressure. That's a me issue. I had to get all right with it. Yeah. So it was a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon to happen that allows everyone to get in. Because if I go and say, you know what? Um, something like uh, Providence plays the kind of basketball that is going to give all three of the other teams trouble Saturday in the Final Four. Okay. A only a section, a sector of people who's listening to this would understand what I just said. Right. Or I may say, UConn's tradition, Don Staley in South Carolina got a problem because they lost to Stanford last year. Tonight is gonna be on. Mm-hmm. Only a sector of folks who understand would understand what I'm talking about. Right. Right? I'm talking about the women's final four tonight. The final four tonight being Friday, we're doing this taping. But and, and the final four, men's final four tomorrow. Right. Everybody can't get in on that. No doubt. So, to me, the beauty of it is everyone now has to declare where they are in their level of maturity. Right. Based off of the responses that I've heard or that is being put out about the incident that happens, that happened um, Sunday. Right. That's my one of my thoughts about it. What about so, you? So how much of it is level of maturity and how much of it is value system, morality, principle, and how one was raised? I think, I think, um, right. Because uh, individual all, of, all of it is, 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 in, it is connected. It's the whole pot right. of soup. It's because the whole pot of soup. A cat can be very much mature. Yes. Yes. And if you walk up and slap him, it mm-hmm. ain't him getting immature. It's, hey, bro, this is what I stand on and this is how I was raised. You're mm-hmm. not going to open hand slap me and turn your back and walk back to your seat and prop your leg up like ain't nothing happening. You at the beach sipping a mata. Then, then either A, the mature, the, the, the apology is fabricated. Yeah. Or the maturity announces my, where I was in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying immature in terms of totality. Right. Every moment, in every moment, mm-hmm. we are less than our best. Mr. Absolutely. Nelson, your principle, and the one thing I always will remember, he says, sometimes, sometimes Mitchell, we just less than our best. No doubt. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Immature. There's no value system to it. Gotcha. I want us to please get out of the notion of when we saying we were immature. That not that does not mean childish. Gotcha. That simply means in this moment, I was less than my best. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not putting a value on. I'm not putting a judgment on it. Right. So that leads me to the second thing that uh, I came to about this whole situation, which is 
I think the phenomenon um, uh, or the reason that people are so attached to it and, and have an opinion about it is because it gave people the opportunity to judge. Mm. Mm. I, if you re, if we were to listen to the data point and the data point being should and would, yeah. how many times when people talked about it, how many times we said should, would, shoulda, coulda, or shoulda, woulda, yeah. should not have, would not have, right. blah, blah, if it were me, da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, that it gave it 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 gave us an opportunity of uh, almost a freedom to be in a place of judgment, and nobody else could 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 say anything about it, right? Because it because we could hide behind that's my opinion, right? That's my perspective. Yeah. No, that's not your perspective. That's your judgment. Yeah. That's your judgment. Yeah. Right. If I said Will was wrong, if I said Chris was wrong, if I said they were right, he was right, she was wrong, Jada, whomever, everybody involved. I'm offering a judgment. Mm -hmm. And that is the thing that we love as a culture, as a society. We love freaking judgment. <laughs> and when we release that shit, then we can walk towards freedom, bruh. <laughs> so what's the difference in terms of the judgment and the perspective of that moment? So if one looks at it, and you say pers okay, and perspective. perspective is I can see Will's point. Right. I can see Will walking up. I can see the feeling. I can see being nine years old and yeah. you couldn't stop your dad from whipping your mama's ass and there was nothing you could do about it. Blah, blah, blah. And now there's another opportunity that the universe has presented before you as you perceive it, your perspective mm -hmm. of where you have to feel like you got to protect somebody yeah. and you go do it. Right. Boom. <laughs> okay, bro. Cool. I, I've that's that's like the number two. I didn't say the number two and put a put a value and a judgment on two. It's right. just two. It just fucking happened. Okay, I can see Chris Rock saying the saying the joke and saying I ain't know nothing about no alopecia pocket, whatever the word yeah. is, whatever the cancer is. He, I can see him saying he didn't know anything about it. Right. I can see him saying he knew something about it. I can see him having read the joke and didn't even think about it. Like all the other things that's going on in this brother's mind for. Being out here and having, or better yet, I don't know if Chris Rock's grandmama had called him and said, baby, we need to do this because your uncle is acting up and acting a fool. Mm. Mm. And so I'm reading these jokes and saying, oh, okay, I got to say that, say that, that about Jada, whatever. Okay, I'll do that. But yeah. in my mind, in my heart, is somewhere else. Yeah. Right? I don't know that. So I don't have a place to judge. Right. I don't know what God does hold you. I, none of that mess, man. Right? So that's the difference between perspective and judgment. Mm. We'd have had to have him, Hope. I understand. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, in my heart of hearts, I can see myself being Will. I can see myself being Chris. Mm -hmm. I can see myself responding as Will did. I can see myself having a different response as Will had. I can see my... Because guess what, bruh? Yeah. I can go to school and having just talked to whomever on the phone. Right. Or I could go to school and hear people talking about a certain athlete. Mm hmm And be all hype, just, just full of joy. Yeah. And teacher may say something crazy, a student may do something crazy, and I'm like, hey, man, y'all started out. Chill out. 
Yeah. Or I can get out of my car just having listened to Sports Talk Radio and listen to all the different opinions, and I'm 38. 38. Hot as fish grease. Hot as fish grease on a Friday night. Yeah. And somebody, one of the kids, come around the corner running. Hey, man. <laughs> Slow your ass down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So depending on where I am, because everything is a me issue, right. depending on my, where I am, it's going to dictate my response in that moment. Right. Yeah. Right? So... Weird, weird. The notion of judgment, and and is 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 the issue for me. I got you. It gave everyone an opportunity to judge, and it gave everyone the opportunity to judge without being judged. Right. Because yeah. everybody, everybody got a right got to their the opinion. Situation. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got a right. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's my th- second take on it. My third take on it is, um, I. I hope and I want us to be able to come to the defense of a person's character mm-hmm. as much as we come to the defense of a person's feelings. Right. That's good. That's good. I want somebody to be able to say in my absence or if someone is saying something, Oak of News, you always talking bad about them teachers. For somebody somewhere to stand up and say, oh, hell no. Yeah, you finna yeah. catch you finna catch these hands right now. Yeah, Cause yeah. that is not what this cat right here, that's not what this brother do. Yeah. Man, yeah. Oak don't care nothing about his kids. He don't care nothing about no children now. You know, he he just be whatever. Mm-hmm. With them kids, it just he don't care nothing about them. Yeah. I need if somebody don't stand up and say you 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 got life messed up, right. that would be problematic right. to me. Yeah. That's almost like when an individual when a moment happens, like a moment, like you're speaking about, when a moment transpires and a person or an individual that's watching the moment externally sees it and they characterizes the person based upon that one moment and other individuals know, nah, that's not who they are. Like what we just spoke about. They were less than their best in that moment, but that moment doesn't define their character and who they are as people. That mm-hmm. was a moment, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like when people go through failure, success, opposition, adversity, uncertainty, when things don't pan out the way they want it to. That's a moment, right? It's like when I tell cats all the time, flip it, flush it. That's a moment. That yeah. doesn't define who you are. Don't wrap your identity up in it. But getting past the moment, getting past those moments, it's a totally different ball game. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and the fourth part, uh, I guess as you can see, I guess I've given this some thought all week. Um <laughs> The fourth aspect is I've heard a lot about uh, toxic masculinity. I didn't really understand what it was, but I, I've un- I do understand that I've practiced in it a lot, mm-hmm. and that is this, from my understanding, and it's very limited, right? But I I choose to categorize it as self-referential uh, toxicity. Okay, break it. Meaning, down. every situation you put yourself in the center. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say going back to that situation and Chris said what he said. Will says, hey, you all right with this, babe? How you feeling? Right. Meaning he turns his attention to her. Right. As opposed to I'm going to become the protector. Now, we understand why. I mean, not why. We definitely don't understand why. But we understand a perspective of that might have been why he got up and went and did what he did. Yep. Right. Yet the 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 uh, releasing of 
the toxic masculinity or what I would call toxic self-referential is, I need to go and be the protector of my wife. I, my. Mm-hmm. See the two words? Absolutely. Yep. As opposed to, hey, babe, you good? I'm good, yeah. I got you. You all right? I got you. No, I, it, yeah. it, and in fact, it doesn't even matter to me. Right now, how are you? Right. Meaning, making it other referential, right. not self-referential. Exactly. Yeah. In every moment, but that takes work because we're kind of hardwired to think about self first, mm-hmm. even though we may be thinking and even doing a good thing. Right. But it's still self-referential yeah. because that you put yourself in the center of it. Yeah. And other times, people see individuals such as themselves, like a, a man and a wife, right? Mm-hmm. You look at each other as one, like your children, your brother. Mm-hmm. Right, you look at your brother as you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my man. You do something to him, you hear it coming up. You do something to him, you do it, do it to, to me. me. Right, and so sometimes trying to disrupt that thought pattern and remove yourself from it, like you said, it takes work yeah. because you look yeah. at individuals that you've grown to become close with and you love as an extension of who you are. You know what I'm saying? And so trying to reverse engineer that thought process, it takes some work. Like. In fact, a lot of times, especially from what I've heard, what I've studied and and really heard from women, you know how a lot of times when a woman will come and say they had a bad day or this going on, that going on, whatever, whatever, your initial response is what? To solve the problem. Right. That's what to offer a solution. Right. Right? As men, that's what. That's that's along the lines of toxic masculinity Mm. because that's what you would do. Right. In a a lot of cases, what they're asking for is empathy, compassion, just to be heard and just to be seen. Mm -hmm. So one of the greatest things you can do going forward is be quiet. What if he would have just sat there? Then now he get he's offered himself or gave himself room to really teach the whole world. Because mm. now everybody's looking like and didn't laugh, didn't, didn't make no movement. So we know he, meaning he made it such that I'm bothered, I'm disturbed, I'm thinking, I'm pensive about this moment. Mm. But we don't know what it is. Right. So now everyone is having to ask, which means now you have their attention. Right. And what you say next it's transformative. Mm-hmm. Now we got to go through this whole rigmarole of judgment and all that, which is cool. No pressure. Right. That's, That's a cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. Right? Or if he was just looked to his wife. You good? Yeah. I don't know. But those are just my thoughts, boss. Yeah. It's interesting, man. It's interesting. It's layered. I'm looking forward to, um, and I'm sure the world won't get to see that, but I'm looking forward to the day that if they patch it up, just to hear the perspectives on the opposite side of the opposition, mm-hmm. right? What one was thinking, what the other was thinking, but also how they arrived at the point to try to resolve it. Because I feel as if just in the world, naturally, we're not always taught conflict resolution. Right. Right. And so when we encounter opposition and adverse, it's almost like if a person is in a healthy debate, right, or a healthy dialogue, I always tell my children, um, just because somebody disagrees with you doesn't mean that they don't like you or think that your position in this debate is valid. 
They just don't think the way you do, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can respect the person's thought process without respecting the thought. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. You can respect how a person arrived at whatever the thought is without respecting it, right? You can respect the thought process of the actual thought. I see how you arrived at that point, right? Because that's the commonality. Right. Because everyone has to go through that process. Absolutely. Everyone has to go through that process. That's what you're respecting. Absolutely. That is what you're giving all the credence to. How did you get there? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, again, I don't don't have to respect your thought. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to like it. Nothing. I don't even have to validate your thought. Right. Right? But what I have to to do, and it's not necessarily even a conscious decision. Mm -hmm. What I have to do is understand that I I went through a process, too. No doubt. It comes back to me. It becomes a me issue. I had to do the same thing that you had to do. Mm-hmm. However we got there, everybody got to get from point A to point B. Absolutely. So that is the part that I'm respecting. I'm respecting the process, which is bigger than you and bigger than me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Old folks talked about it all the time. Everybody yeah. got to leave here. Yeah. Right? So they may not have had the, the articulation skills to say that everybody's the same, that you know, respect the process, all of this jargon that we go back and forth mm-hmm. about. But really all they were saying is we all walk in the same path. Absolutely. The same path in terms of we all are in process. Yeah. And you're never out of process. Even when you transition, you're never out of process. Yeah. But no, yeah. that's it. Man, some um and we'll land the plane here in a minute, but something happened yesterday, man, that it just made me think, right? I went to speak in um, in Cherokee County, and it was based around physical education and special education. And um, people were speaking, and every person that got up to speak, before they talked about what they were dealing with, what they were encountering as a school, as a program, mm-hmm. the first thing they had to do was acknowledge something great that was happening. That's the first thing that had to come out of everybody's mouth. What's something great that's going on, right? Congratulate somebody on something. What's something beautiful that's happened, right? And so every time somebody would step up, it would be a story, something amazing that happened that week. It would be about a kid that was struggling. They finally got it. Something amazing that happened with a staff member. And I was like, man, it's dope. I was like, imagine if we started every day off like that, right? The simplicity of the moment, Mm -hmm. simple, right? But imagine if a cat got up every single day in terms of the press of gratitude, right? Man, I'm grateful for my family today. Man, I'm grateful I get to walk down the hall and see my daughter, my son. Man, I'm grateful I got to wake up to a healthy wife. I'm grateful I got to wake up in my right mind. Man, I'm grateful I get to send out a text to my people. Man, I'm grateful I get to do the work that I feel I've been called and commissioned to do. Like waking up and being in the spirit of gratitude. Right. And just being grateful before we even start our day, just waking up with it on our mind. Man, I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to do this this week. Right. It's almost that pressing that perspective of I don't have to do it. I get to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my challenge for us all is as we start our days, as we do our work, as we carry on with our lives, let's do the press of gratitude more. The press of being thankful more. Right. Like when we start something, even if it's opposition present, Challenges present, uncertainty present. Man, let's tap into that spirit of gratitude. Let's tap into that spirit of thankfulness, right? If you got to work with some people that you ain't really feeling, you know what, man? I'm thankful that I get this opportunity to work on myself and to do work with them, 
right? The press of gratitude, thankfulness, and finding perspective in the midst of whatever it is that we're coming up against. Yeah. Gratitude is the kryptonite to depression and despair. Mm. Mm. Kryptonite. That's so. That's so. And picking it up. To, to really, um, it's, it's, it's the avenue by which we find joy. Absolutely. It's the avenue by which we find fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Right? You can have a million dollars in and of itself. It sits there, and you can be unfulfilled. Mm. It's yours, whatever. You can have a million dollars, and you figure out as many ways that you can be grateful for it. Right. It becomes fulfilling. Yeah. You can have two dollars. Yes, so. And it sits there. Mm-hmm. And however you feel about it is how much it is worth. Mm. Mm. The value of $2 has changed over the years. Yes, sir. But the worth of $2 is what you make it. Mm. That's gratitude. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Take us out, man, with a word, man. Courage, right? Say courage. Sometimes courage is that small voice at the end of the day saying, I'll try again tomorrow, right? Talk to me, oh, what you think when you hear courage? Uh, there has never been anyone, any where that has exercised courage without the precursor of vulnerability. Mm. Vulnerability is the the car or the vehicle by which uh, courage, courage travels. If you're not vulnerable, if you're not willing to risk it all, mm-hmm. if you're not willing to, uh, and when I say risk it all, I'm not talking about anything material. Right. I'm talking about being able to hear from the people that you love, that you're not shit. Right. And being able to hear that and understand that and take all of that in and not hear that as rejection. Right. Yeah. Are you courageous enough to walk outside of your comforts? Mm-hmm. Are you courageous enough to be vulnerable? Are you cor- courageous enough to walk outside naked? Mm-hmm. Mm. Sometimes figuratively and other times literally. Yeah. Are you able to be naked? Yeah. Cause courage is not necessarily you you doing you afraid to do it, but you do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's that's an aspect yeah. of courage, right? But I, am I able to give you my heart and knowing that you could destroy it? Mm-hmm. Knowing that you could just crush it. Most people don't experience joy because they don't allow themselves to experience joy because they know that when they are joyous, then somebody can come along and do something, say something, poke a hole in it. Like we see joy as Mm. like a pen, I mean like a balloon, and you take a pen and burst it, Mm. right? Do you have enough courage to show joy anyway, although your bubble could be burst? Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Although your heart could be punctured. Yes, sir. That's courage. That's courage. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I close my eyes and jump out of goddamn airplane. Yeah. Whatever. If I live, I live. If I die, I die. (laughs) But can I come in here naked? Yeah. Can I come in and know that and put my heart on the the line right here? Can I stand in the arena Mm -hmm. and understand I'm going to get everything, everybody saying whatever it is that you want to say about me, right? 
And I know that I can withstand that. Yes, sir. Am I courageous enough to put myself out there? Mm. Am I courageous enough to be vulnerable? To me, that's ultimate courage. Yes, sir. That's it. You said it, man. Ain't nothing left to be said. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your ear. We out. Peace.